Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Trentino Alto Adige Historical Background Leaving aside the findings of wild grape seeds in pine-dwelling settlements and in Neolithic shelters that testify to the elementary use of wild grapes in Bronze Age populations, the first evidence of wine consumption prior to the Roman presence dates back to the 4th to 6th centuries BC evidenced by the 1825 discovery of an Etruscan citula, an elaborate bucket-shaped vessel in Cembra, a small municipality that gives its name to the valley and to the same name, and by fragments found in San Zeno with scenes of hierogamy connected to the offering of drinks and the exaltation of drinking. Pliny the Elder tells how Trentino wines were stored in wooden barrels tied with wicker hoops and as confirmed by the remains found north of Bolzano on the slopes of the Ritna Horn. The prosperity that wine growing enjoyed during Roman era inspired a prolific commercial expansion directing wine exports to the territories beyond the Alps as demonstrated by the discovery of a tombstone in Passau, Germany, dating back to the 2nd or 3rd century AD. The fame of Trentino and South Tyrolean wines continued during the Middle Ages and is confirmed by the cadastral deeds and notarial deeds which show that starting in 720 AD, the monasteries of Bavaria and Swabia purchased Trentino vineyards to ensure reliable supplies of wine. The first rules for regulating the grape harvest also date back to this period, while in 1100 the Statuti di Trento were promulgated to prevent the importation of wines produced in the surrounding areas. Another important milestone for the area was the Council of Trent, the Ecumenical Council of the Catholic Church which, between 1545 and 1563, made Trento one of the most important places in Christianity. For 18 years, the city was inhabited by the most senior exponents of the church and the empire, amongst them a host of luminaries and advisors whose presence helped to shape the very culture of the city, still tied in some respects to the Middle Ages, which elsewhere had already given way to the Renaissance. This changed 
involved viticulture itself, which was oriented towards self-consumption and archaic forms of cultivation and winemaking, meaning the wines on offer were of a very little lineage to those the noble cardinal palates were more accustomed to. Hosting the council led to a sudden modernization of the region's agricultural system, which in turn contributed to the opening up of a new commercial markets. Among the wines of the period was the Vinsanto, which is still produced today using methods similar to those in the past. The chronicler of the council, Michelangelo Mariani, wrote about the banquet offered on July the 25th, 1546, by Cardinal Madruzzo of Trento, and the, quote, exquisite wines, whites, reds, and rosés from the hills of Trento and sweet wine from Santa Massenza. Mariani expanded on this with a precise description of wine production and its importance to the local economy. All or almost all the territory of Trentino, apart from some mountainous and valleys that have no vineyards, produces estimable wines, both whites and reds, but with a constant effect, wine that, coming almost entirely from the slopes, makes one truly believe that Bacchus amatcolles, and maturing for the most part in the reverberation of the soil as well as of the sun. It has the quality of not offending those who do not abuse it by force of quantity. In short, as far as I can see, this is naturally the country of wine, so much so that the saying goes, quote, wheat for three months and wine for three years. Although he was a Neo-Georgian, who therefore turned his attention above all to the places where wine was produced, Mariani documented for the first time some of the most widely cultivated vines in the hills around Trento, such as Garganico, Moscato, Malvasia, Teroldegui, and Marzemina. In this context, the local villaculture was consolidated and had the reputation at least until the Napoleonic expropriation in the 18th century of producing wines from indigenous grape varieties such as Schiava, Teroldego, and Marzemino. From these vines cultivated in Vallagarina, in the southern part of the province, the so-called Mozart wine was produced. Considered among the finest even at Imperial Court of Vienna, and on the tables of the nobility of that time, and for being cited in the famous opera Don Giovanni, quote, pour out the wine, excellent Marzimino. The arrival of the so-called American diseases, powdery mildew, downy mildew, phylloxera, marked a setback for local viticulture, but did not discourage the indigenous wine growers of Trentino and South Tyrol, such as Ludwig von Comini Sonnenburg, who was the first to experiment with the use of powdered sulfur as an effective remedy against powdery mildew in his Bolzano vineyards. The contribution of the Istituto Agrario di San Michele Ladige, founded in 1869, also proved to be fundamental. Today, the school is named after Edmund Mach, its first director, 
who is remembered both for the foundation of the institute and for the impetus he gave to the development of viticulture in Trentino and in the post-Philoxera reconstruction. Despite being recognized along with Hungary as a seller of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, viticulture in the region soon fell into sharp decline, a consequence of war and economic depression. The institute housed in a 12th century Augustinian monastery became a leading voice in the study of viticulture in the region and in fact the entire country. The Leinburg Center for Agriculture and Forestry Experimentation has also operated in South Tyrol since 1971. Italian Wine Podcast. If you think you love wine as much as we do, then give us a like and a follow anywhere you get your pods. Both structures represent excellence in wine and wine research and experimentation. Geomorphology Trentino Alto Adige is an almost entirely mountainous region with peaks exceeding 3,000 meters above sea level except for the Oltre Adige Valley floor, the Rotaliana Plain and Vallagarina, which are crossed by the river Adige and its tributaries such as the Noce, Isarco and Avisio. From a geological point of view, the region belongs to the alpine system that largely develops along the Insubric Line, a tectonic lineament with a predominantly west-east orientation formed by a system of interconnected regional faults, which is in the westernmost part of Trentino, deviates from its main axis to head southwest along a route between Merano and Lake Idro. According to scholars, the line represents a suture, the expression of the Earth's surface, of the collision between the European and African plates, and thus clearly separates two domains characterized by distinct paleogeographical evolutions. To the north, all the outcropping rocks are the result of metamorphic processes caused by the alpine orogeny, while south of the insubric line, the rocks are sedimentary, the sum of several stratifications, while those outcropping in the Valsugana Valley are metamorphic. In the Vinchgau Valley, west of Merano, and in the upper Adige Valley, large alluvial conoids have developed at the mouth of each side valley, including the Vallagarina, located between the Stretta di Cagliano and the Stretta di Rivoli. Between Valsugana and Val di Fiemme is the Lagorai chain, which is made up of rocks originating from explosive volcanic activity, while the chain between Ora and Caldaro is reaching Silica, acidic rock. Above the so-called South Tyrolean Porphyry Platform, the result of submarine volcanic eruptions in the Permian period, there are conglomerates of red sandstones and Triassic dolomites of marine sedimentation associated with volcanic tufts and terrigenous deposits. In the valley floor, on the other hand, the outcropping soils are older, and in the Murano and Isaac valleys, they have also metamorphic characteristics. The region was subject to quaternary glaciation, which left its mark 
on the morphology of soils and glacial deposits, creating suspended valleys, side valleys that join a main glacial valley, such as the Valle di Cembra. Although it is characterized by high average elevations, the region doesn't have the minimum temperatures typical of the alpine area. In fact, general temperatures in January are between negative 5 degrees and negative 10 degrees, while in summer they reach 20-25 degrees. The region can be subdivided into four climatic areas. The sub-Mediterranean area, which also includes the Alto Garda area, and the lower Sarka Valley, the mildest in the entire region. The subcontinental area with a transitional climate typical of the valley floors with cold, snowy winters, the continental area typical of alpine valleys such as the Fassa Valley, and finally the alpine area confined to the upper reaches of the tree line. Viticulture in the region is, in any case, limited to the valley floors and the lower parts of the better exposed alpine slopes, although recently there has been a recovery of old abandoned wine-growing areas at increasingly higher altitudes. In the area of Santa Maddalena in Alto Adige, schiava is cultivated on terrace mountain slopes of morainic origin in sunny and wind-protected positions at altitudes of up to 700 meters above sea level. While in Termeno, south of Bolzano, there are Tramina Aromatico vineyards cultivated up to 1,000 meters above sea level on the slopes of Monte Mendola on soils formed from on calcareous dolomitic detritus, an area in which the wide temperature range allows the vines to achieve their full varietal and aromatic potential. In the Adige Valley, which runs from Bolzano to the border with Veneto, vine growing is present on both sides of the valley when the morphology allows it. In the flat part of the valley on South Tyrolean territory, fruit growing prevails, while in the transition between Alto Adige and Trentino, in the so-called Piana Rotaliana, vineyards extend to the alluvial plains of the Adige and the Noce rivers where Taroldego is cultivated above all. Descending from Trento towards Rovereto, vines are grown on the valley floor where Pinot Grigio prevails, and on wide dejection cones, the result of ancient landslides and torrential deposits, where many vines are cultivated, including Chardonnay, for the preparation of sparkling wines based and Marzenino around Isera, which finds its ideal habitat on basaltic soils. Leaving the Adige Valley from Trento towards Lake Garda, one enters the Sarca Valley, known as the Valle dei Laghi, a landscape with a mild climate that reaches as far as Riva del Garda. It is the environment characterized by the sheer cliffs of Paganella Gazza and the rich ecosystem of the Terlago Basin, where one finds small lakes of karst glacial origin, the coniferous forests of Monte Bondone, and abundant vines and orchards. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.